Welcome to Roy Chapman Ministries with Pastor Roy and Sister Judy Chapman. Today, Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message to bless you and encourage you. Now join us as Pastor Chapman teaches on excuses. I want to speak to you on something that everybody has had at some point or another. It's called excuses. It's called what? Excuses. I used to tell people, you know, and in humor, I'd say, well, I loaned out my shovel three months ago, so I can't go to church Sunday because they might bring it home. If they borrowed it three months ago, the likelihood of them bringing it back is probably pretty slim, isn't it? So one excuse is just as good as another, right? But we all seem to come up with them for different reasons and different purposes, but we can't spend our time making excuses. Coming up with excuses, God wants us to spend our time working and serving Him. Hallelujah. Somebody says, well, I can't do it. I can't do that. I can't do this. No, within yourself, you probably can't. But if you're trying to do it within yourself, you're in the wrong already. We need to depend solely, totally upon God Almighty. Because what He wants to do with you and through you is beyond your imagination. It's beyond what you could even think of. Hallelujah. And you certainly couldn't accomplish it or do it on your own. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He gives you the what? The power to get what? Wealth. Okay, somebody says, well, I made this money. I got this education. But he gave you the what? The power to get that education. He gave you the ability. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So all good things, all good things come from the Father. Hallelujah. When we're making excuses, we're putting limitations on God. Did you hear that? God is unlimited. He has no limits. No limits. He has all power. He is all power. He not only has all power, but He is all power. Hallelujah. So we must listen to the Lord our God. We must what? Listen to the Lord our God and obey His instructions so we're then we're led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. We got to be led by what? The Spirit. What Spirit? The Spirit of God. Not the Spirit of your friends that's not knowing God. They'll, they'll, they'll lead you down the wrong path. But you want to be led by the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Because you'll never go wrong. I said you'll never go wrong. You will not be making excuses. Hello? You will not be making excuses why you can't do something. Now... I'm talking about the Lord's work. Now, you know, 
Your neighbor may ask you to do something, and you might not can do it. Are you still with me? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Lord's work. I'm talking about coming to church. I'm talking about doing what? The Lord's work. Building the kingdom of Almighty God and following His direction because you say, well, I can't pay my bills. Are you following the direction of the Lord? Oh, come on, somebody. He said, because I supply all. So something's not in line. We've got to be in line. And judges, God was talking to Gideon. And he says, I will be with you. He's telling you that today. He's telling me that today. What's he saying? I, most important words you'll ever hear. I will be with you you. Think about it. If he's with you, you're never alone. You don't have to make decisions on your own. Why? Because he's with you to help you, to instruct you. The Holy Spirit is your what? Your helper. Hallelujah. He will help you. He will guide you. He will direct you. Glory to God. God told Gideon that he had promised him strength that he would overcome his opposition. What has God promised you? He's promised you strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He's promised you strength. And what has he promised you? Over your opposition. Greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. We are more than a Conqueror. Woo. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Makes me want to shout. Glory to God. Because God's promises are yea and amen. Hallelujah. So we need to stop making excuses. I said we need to stop making excuses. I can't do this. I can't do that. Weakness is not of God. Come on, somebody. I said, weakness is not of God. In Judges 6, the Israelites did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord took his hand off of them. Think about that. He said, I'll never leave you nor what? Forsake you. But when you're doing things that is not proper in the sight of the Lord, they were, they were serving and worshiping other gods. Now think about this. Is there any other gods before you and God? Well, Brother Chapman, they had, they had idols and we do too. Some of us. I don't, I hope. But we make idols out of different things. Come on, somebody. Make idols out of our kids. Our grandkids, hello. Well, you know, it's this one's, I got to go to this one's house. I got to do this one. I can't do this for God today. I can't go to church today because, whoa, another excuse. So what have you done? Put that individual or that thing or that something before God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They had seven years of trouble. Seven years of trouble. The Midianites, they were cruel to the Israelites. They left them with nothing to eat. Think about it. Took their sheep, took their goats, took their cattle, took their donkeys. There's a price to be paid when you don't serve God. Sin is only good for a season. Are you still in the house? Well, Brother Chapman, I went dancing and I had a good time. Okay? I went dancing and I had a good time one time. Hello? But those times run out. Oh, yes, they do. They run out. I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I could go on. Tell me they don't run out. They run out. It wasn't so good when I got shot. Wasn't so good when I got stabbed. Hello, somebody. Hello. But listen, God, God is now on my side. But the most important part is I'm on God's side. Hallelujah. Because he don't want on my side if I'm not on his side. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. In Judges 6 and 6. So the Israelites was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. And then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. Are you calling on the Lord? I said, are you calling on the Lord? They cried out to God. They realized that they were in the wrong. They realized that their help didn't come from the other situations. Hello? All the other things that they were having before God was not taking care of them. Are you still with me? In Exodus 22, you shall not have any other gods before me. Oh, my goodness. No other gods. That's anything. That's everything. God must be first. First. But now they were crying out to the Lord, God Almighty. So he wanted to use Gideon. In Judges 6 and 12, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero. The Lord is with you. What did he call him? A mighty hero. And said, the Lord is with you. My, my, my. He's calling you a hero today. You may not feel like one. You may look in the mirror and say, I don't look like one. But I'm here today to tell you, you are one. According to the word of God, you are a hero. And he is with you just like he told him. And he is telling you the same thing today. Hallelujah. In Judges 6, 14. Then the Lord turned and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. And I 
am sending you. Who's sending him? The Lord. So if he's going under the Lord's command, where's you going under? Are you going under the Lord's command? Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. In 15, but Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel, my clan? See, he's coming up with these excuses. Is the weakest in the whole tribe. And I am the least in my entire family. What are you telling him? I don't have the education. Don't have the money. I don't have the time. He knows where you came from. He knows all about your people. Hello. He knows what kind of education you do or do not have. Hallelujah. He knows what you're liking. But he is what? More than enough. Hallelujah. More important, he knows where he wants you to go. I said more important, he knows where he wants you to go. What he wants you to do. Just like with Gideon. He wanted Gideon to perform act for him not only for him but for the people are you still with me God give Gideon his word he has given you his word hallelujah and he told him that you will be victorious he'll be what victorious the Lord has given him victory already and he hadn't even done anything are you listening to me? The Lord has given us victory. Even though it doesn't look like it maybe. In the natural. But we don't look in the natural. We look in the supernatural. We see things that is not as though they are. According to the word of God. Hallelujah. So we know in Judges 7. Starting at 3. We know that. There was 32,000 men. Think about this. The Lord told them, Gideon, he said, tell the ones that's timid and afraid. Think about it. To just go home. To get on out of here. Think about it. 22,000. Not two. 22,000 left out of the 32,000. My goodness. So now he's got what? He got 10,000 left. Gideon's thinking that's not enough. Are you thinking what you've got's not enough? I have. I'm guilty. But we've got to remember who we serve. Little is much when God is in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he told Gideon, go on down there to the spring. Go on down there to the river. Go on down there to the water. Let's check these guys out. <laughs> Let's see. Because you got too many. Can you imagine how, how Gideon was sweating 
He already told God, gave all these excuses why he couldn't do this, why he wasn't the man. And God keeps reducing the amount of people he's got to do the job. Hallelujah. God, I'm only one person. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so they go down there. 300. Scoop the water up. God basically says, there's your army. The ones that got down on their knees. Y'all go home. Are you listening to me? Think about it. He's now got what? 300 soldiers. 300 people. And he's against all the Midianites and all of their allies. I mean, listen. The Bible says that the camels was as much as the grains of sand. Oh, my goodness. How many camels do you think that was? How big do you think that army was? It was huge. But the Lord told him, he said, go down there and listen to them. And he goes down and he listens. One of them had a dream. They dreamed that Gideon overtook them. Think about it. So when Gideon got down there with his group, started, started making all the different noises, tooting and carrying on with a horn. Come on now. The Bible didn't say he started fighting. Are you listening to me? But they started fighting within themselves. The Lord had them to turn on themselves and start fighting inside the camp with each other. The Lord will destroy your enemies. I said, the Lord will destroy your enemies. So needless to say, Gideon was victorious. He was triumphant. Why? Because the Lord had already, already given him victory. Did he really need the 300? No. All he needed was the Lord. Whoo! Think about it. All he really needed was the Lord. He could have went there with just the Lord, and the Lord could put the angels all around there, and the angels could have started blowing horns. Hello? Sound of alarm of triumph. Glory to God. So what am I telling you this morning? Don't be like Gideon. Don't be making excuses. Get busy on the job and watch God work. Stop making excuses. Victory Victory shall be mine if I hold my peace and do let the Lord fight my battles. Who fought his battle? The Lord fought his battle. Hallelujah. So victory was his. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is watching. He's watching you and I to see who's really, really not timid, not afraid, and who's going to do the work of the Lord. You know, excuses are always available. I uh, 
many, many years ago, I bought some property up in East Texas. So a friend of mine told me, he said, you're going to be going up there every weekend? I was not a pastor. I was not a preacher. I said, yeah, we'll be going up there every weekend. And it takes a lot, you know, to take care of that land and everything, that little property. And so <clears throat> we started going up there every weekend. I went to the, my pastor, McKeehan, and it was my pastor at the time. And I told him, you know, and so we started going up there every weekend. And so my friend said, you won't be able to go to church. I said, why not? He said, well, you're going to have horses and cattle and you're going to have to bush hog and cut hay for your cows and do all this stuff. I said, well, yeah. He said, how are you going to go to church? I said, you get up on Sunday morning and you go to church. And the Lord will help you work all that other stuff out. Hello, somebody. Out of all the years I went up there, I never missed a Sunday. Are you listening to me? I went to the First Assembly of God Church up there, Pastor Troutman. Check it if you want to. It's the gospel truth. Never missed a Sunday. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Why? Because I didn't come up with an excuse. See, the Lord had blessed me, but I didn't allow my blessing become a hindrance and become a God. Are you listening to me? And you know what? My cows didn't go without being fed. My horses didn't go without being ridden or fed. Now, I don't have them no more. I still got my property, but I don't have my, my animals because I don't have time to take care of them now since I've become a pastor. And my time is takes more time. Are you listening to me? Now, in Numbers 11 and 23. So what am I talking about, though? Excuses. Excuses. I had a guy tell me one time, the Lord blessed me with a speedboat. Hallelujah. And you didn't start seeing him on Sundays. Hello? He was speeding around in what? The speedboat. His blessing become a hindrance to him. Are you listening to me? Don't let your blessings become a hindrance to you or a stumbling block to you and let it be an excuse why you can't do something for the Lord or not doing something for the Lord. In Numbers 11 and 23, and this is GNT, the Lord said to Moses, is there any limits to my power? Now you will see whether or not my word comes true. Think about it. See, when we're making excuses, we're limiting God's power. Think about that. When we're making excuses, we're limiting God's ability, God's power. Hallelujah. So we got to cut that out. We got to stop that because His Word is true. There is no limitations on the knowledge, the power, and the strength of Almighty God. None. Zero. We may be limited in knowledge. We may be limited in power. We may be limited in strength, but there is none in Him. Hallelujah. God showed Moses that His Word was true. Hallelujah. He showed Gideon 
that his word was true. All through the Bible, he showed them that his word was true. And you know what? He has showed Roy Chapman that his word is true. Hallelujah. And if you allow him to, he will show you that his word is true. Hallelujah. There's what? No excuses. Just believe in his word. This is your year. I am Pastor Roy Chatlin, and I'd like to invite you to our morning services every Sunday at 11 a.m. What happened to you in the past does not define who you are now. At Worship Tabernacle, 3006 East Ritchie Road, Humble, Texas. Come and experience the mighty presence of our Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. For more information about Roy Chapman Ministries, please visit worshiptabernacle.tv and have a Jesus-filled day.